Welcome to The War on Weight, where I'm going to teach you how to have simple health habits and food solutions that's going to make weight loss easy. Have you ever felt like you're in this continuous battle within your mind and body? Are you fighting to find the woman under all those extra pounds? Are you sick and tired of starting and stopping the diet of the week? Do you feel like you're losing the war on weight? Hi, I'm Keitha, and I'm your new best friend. I've spent a lifetime on the losing side of the battle. For more than 25 years, I was more than 50 pounds overweight. I was frustrated. I was exhausted. I was self-conscious. And despite any success I had in life, I felt like a failure. But I've won the war. How did I do it, you ask? I discovered how to implement simple, healthy habits, how to completely revamp my mindset and embrace some things that were causing me to turn to food over and over again. Lastly, I discovered how to make nutrition really really simple. I've dropped more than 50 pounds and finally raised my victory flag on my overall health, including success on the scale. If you're tired of feeling like a prisoner in your own body, you're just completely uncomfortable with yourself. You're tired of buying clothes to hide your body. You're tired of having your weight affect all your relationships with yourself and others. You've been eating your feelings and then beating yourself up about it. Then this is the podcast for you. Let's armor up, sister, and fight this war on weight together. I am so excited today to have Marissa here on the show with me. She is the founder and creator of Heartwork Journaling. She's joining me, and we're going to share so much fun today. I am absolutely motivated, impressed by your bio on your timeline on your website, by the way. Um, you're not only a very successful business owner, you're a coach, but you're a survivor. And when I've done your courses, I feel like you get real with your clients. Um, and we know that you've been there and you've done this hard work. And so I think that's why your work works is because you've done the work yourself. And so I just know that my listeners are in for a huge treat today. Um, and so, of course, as one of your students, I know a little bit about your history. I've learned a little bit about you as I've watched your courses and taken, watched your lives and things like that. But could you share a little bit about yourself and your business with those that may not know you? Oh, my gosh. Well, for sure. Thank you so much for those super generous and wonderful words. I, I do think it's really important for everyone who is like out there teaching to share the struggles to share the failures. And when you mentioned my timeline on the website, I do think I need to go in there and put a lot more of the, the fails, <laughs> but I do share them when I'm doing live streams and classes and things like that. But hard work journaling actually started from a big fat failure, which is my first divorce. And also the infertility that led up to the divorce I was also going through a lot of grief and a lot of pain and a lot of feeling like I was broken. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of collapsed into myself. I had all kinds of terrible thoughts and thankfully I decided to start doodling. And I don't really know why I decided to do that, but I had turned off the TV in my home. I didn't want to have any outside like media and I just started doing these little simple doodles to refocus myself on the color, on the drawings, on something that previously when I was a kid had brought me some joy. And so I thought, well, maybe. And what I found was that I didn't know it at the time. I didn't have the language to like talk about what was happening. But when 
you put a doodle on a page and it's like you, and then you're able to like kind of get this observer perspective. For me, it changed everything. I got to see myself with more gentleness and more compassion and more patience and see that I was like an imperfect human. So um, I started sharing what I was doing with a meetup group about a year later. And that just grew and grew. And that was the beginning of Heartwork Journaling. And that was in 2007. And then I just kept sharing it. And a few years ago, I started doing live streams. I got brave enough to do that around 2017. And it's just been an amazing ride since then. And I've heard from so many people like you who take the work and apply it and just, it's amazing. I love it. Absolutely. I, one of the things that, that I just got from your work from the beginning in their free course was that I found your course when I felt like the words just weren't flowing. I've always been a journaler. The words just weren't flowing. And that first free course that I did of yours, I realized that it was the doodling that made the words flow. And words came from a place that I had never experienced before. And so, you know, it's interesting that like you start first started going into your, that you started doodling, like, because that was, my doodles are nowhere near like yours, by the way, mine are, are my, my angel of intention and the listeners will see what that is eventually. She's scary looking, but. I, so are mine sometimes. So but, you are know, mine. I but promise. it's okay. But you know what I learned from your course was it didn't matter. It was just the process of doing it. Um, as a group of us were doing it together, we would take a picture and send it to each other on Marco Polo to show what our angels look like. And we would just laugh at how our angels would look crazy. But I it was just it. that it was that intention, but it was the doodle. So for those people who don't know what we're talking about, about doodling. Can you tell us a little bit about your special way of teaching how to journal through the doodles? Yes, there's a few different components. It's a little bit, so it's doodles and journaling, having like really good journal prompts because most of the time we're asking really disempowering questions of ourselves. And so these journal prompts are in order to ask empowering questions of ourselves. And so it's a blend of mindfulness and even the act of, I do something called soothing swatches when I really need to quiet my mind, bring myself back to the now. I used to be somebody who was overworking and working and hustling all the time. And it was really hard for me to like come back (laughs) to the present moment. And so that mindfulness has helped me a lot. Also, um, it, it also includes cognitive behavioral tools we talk about something called the equation of emotion. That's five components. And if at, at your readers or listeners have done CBT or any therapy, you'll probably recognize this. And it's circumstances trigger our thoughts, create our emotions, drive our actions and create our results. So it's got some really great cognitive behavioral tools. Also a little bit of philosophy, radical questioning and questioning our own thoughts. Like most people are walking around thinking that their thoughts are the truth and their thoughts about themselves are the truth. And they're not, we can change them. We can mold them. We can change our relationship with ourselves. It's amazing. So radical questioning. Um, Also 
the the simple creativity, if you know, if you've read any of Brene Brown, she's done a lot of work on vulnerability and um, shame. And she found that simple creativity, it doesn't have to be a work of art. It just has to be simple and childlike to be super effective. Um, Also, taking 100% ownership of our own mental, emotional, and behavioral wellness. Many times we think, oh, we were so broken. We need to go to therapy for years and years and years. Or my mental and emotional well-being is caused by everyone else and circumstances around me. We see that everywhere nowadays. Like you can't say this, you can't do this, or I'm not okay. So Mm -hmm. this is all about um, taking 100% ownership of our everyday mental, emotional, and behavioral wellness. I liken it to when I get my page in the morning or when I'm like triggered by something, I'll get on my page. And I don't, many times I don't even color in the doodles, especially in the morning. I'm like, I have my time and I clean up my brain in my heart on the page, I, I feel like it's like brushing your teeth. Mm, that's a great and, way to put it. Yeah. I, and it actually, that came up for me when I was teaching in person and there was a woman who was in the kind of in the back of the room and she was like getting mad as I was teaching heartwork journaling. And she was like, oh, making noises. And in the past I would have been like, shame, 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 shame. And I had done a I've done so much work on myself that I'm like, oh, when there's somebody who doesn't agree, I'm like, what is it? Tell me everything. Cause I know it's going to make my stuff better or I might agree with her. Um, so I was like, what's happening? What's going on? And she said, this is just cognitive behavioral therapy. What are your qualifications? Ben-a-na-na-na. And so I went home and I thought to myself, okay, like, why do I believe that I'm qualified to teach this? And I remember thinking, oh, this is just like the dentist. If you have like a mental and emotional um, huge cavity, you're going to go to the dentist, like the therapist, the psychiatrist to go get that work done. But that doesn't mean that you don't need to brush your darn teeth every day. Right. You still have to brush your teeth. And most people are not brushing their teeth mentally, emotionally, and behaviorally. And it will change your life if you do. And even to take that a little farther, you go to the dentist. What do they do when you have a cavity? They drill it all out and clean it all out. And that yeah. takes me to your thought download. That's that's what I thought you were going to go to was the thought download and the dentist, like the drilling out the cavity. So let's talk a little bit about that thought download. I wrote something, kind of putting you on the spot a little bit, but I know that you're excellent at what you do. So I know that this is going to be good. So I had wrote down um, just this little blurb of what a thought, thought download would look like. So in your courses, you teach to do a thought download, and that's how we get up, get to those circumstances and thoughts and actions and emotions that you were just talking about. And so this, I would like, part of your program is to learn how to self-coach yourself. Yes. And so, which is brilliant and so helpful whenever you don't have someone that you can call because we can totally, like you said, take responsibility for ourselves and then start to do it. And so this is what I wrote Um, because I feel like a lot of my listeners could write this on any day. Yeah, I'm so overwhelmed. 
There is not enough time in the day. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I ate junk all last night. I feel like crap today. The scale's up. I feel fat. No wonder my clothes look terrible. I hate the way I look. I really don't want to go to that party tonight. It's ridiculous that I keep eating junk. I love to eat. It felt good at the time. Now I feel terrible. I'm sure it's not going to get any better. I'm just going to stay home tonight. Repeat, rinse and repeat. Then the junk food starts over because then you didn't go to the party and now you feel sorry for yourself. So that could be a very typical download kind of day. So I know for for thought downloads, because I've done the work a little bit, I know that you take one thought from there or one feeling from there, and then you work your self-coaching model. Could you walk us through that with your thought, your choice, feeling all on your own, whatever you want? Tell me, the first emotion that I got was overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. And so I'm going to just pretend this is you. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. It it replies most days. Like I still, overwhelm is a real good feeling for me. (laughs) Oh, it's a familiar one. It's a familiar, yes, better word, familiar feeling. And I may have done this one or two times. On this I may have done this one or two times too. Okay. And so um, what was the thought that brought you overwhelmed? I can't get everything done. Okay. And then um, what did you do when you had the thought, I can't get everything done? And that created in your body, the feeling of overwhelm. overwhelm. Like, what did you do? Let's just go with eat. Yeah. So for sure you ate and then you didn't go to the party. Didn't go to the party. You told yourself, I don't have time or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's not enough I don't, time. There's not enough time. Told myself that I looked bad. There was no reason. Mean. mean to myself over um, how I looked. Uh-huh. Embarrassed because I had felt like everyone would know that I had binged and overate the night before. Yeah. So when you do that, so you were telling yourself, I can't, I can't get everything done created the feeling of overwhelm in your body. So you ate, which is like doing something else instead of doing one of the things mm-hmm. that you can't get done or one right. of the everything things, you add something else yeah. that's not what you want to do. Um, you tell yourself there's not enough time. You didn't go to the party. You beat yourself up. So I don't get anything done. That's the Nothing. result. It's, I don't get anything done at all. And so this is seeing this might be enough to help break that cycle. However, for most people, it's going to take several thought downloads Mm -hmm. to be like, oh, I'm feeling overwhelmed. And so you'll see it after the fact, after you didn't go to the party, after you ate the thing. And then if you keep doing this work, you'll be in the middle and you'll be like, oh, I see that I'm doing that thing that creates, I don't do anything that I want to do. And I just, you know, do a lot of the things I don't want to do because I'm emotionally numbing. Absolutely. And you, and you think about even just like that little blurb, it takes a lot of work to even get to the point to where you could make it that concise. You know, if, when you, when you first start doing a thought, thought download, yes. it's not going to be, I'm overwhelmed. There's not enough time in the day. It's going to be all these other weird things. It's going to be everything, everything, it's be everything it's, it's, in the kitchen sink at first. Mm-hmm. And, but the more you do this work, the more it becomes more precise and you see the things you're doing and you're able to categorize them in the five components of the equation. And you're able to doodle it and be like, oh, 
when I feel overwhelmed, I do all these unproductive things because I'm numbing that feeling of overwhelm and I actually don't get anything done. And then I have all these negative consequences, gaining weight, feeling isolated because I don't do anything, beating myself up even more. So, I mean, just that awareness can be enough to, um, you know, help you change it. I remember for myself, I used to think there's never enough time in the day and feel overwhelmed or I'll do it tomorrow because there's never enough time. And then I realized, oh, it's always tomorrow and it's never today. And I decided I'm just going to do the best I I can with the time I have. And now I'm like super productive, but it takes a, a little while to like keep getting it out of your brain on the page and then seeing this. I mean, the, the beauty comes when you can capture the thought. Yes. Yeah. And it's, and when people, we talk about how that you have to completely change your mindset, Like it's a process. It's not yeah. something that happens overnight, but when you can, when I know for me, some of the most satisfying days, even when they're crap is I caught the thought. Before yes. it led to anything else, like yeah. oh no, that's that's just a thought. Yeah. I don't have to believe that, you know. Maybe I'm not overwhelmed. Maybe it's just that I think that I am, and like in this particular, or there is no food that is going to feed the emotion of overwhelm. Uh, you yeah. can't go there. You're no diet prescribed. Yeah, no diet Ever. is going to prescribe any food for overwhelm. Or for sadness or for loneliness or for happiness or celebrating, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, that, that food is the answer. Right. So I love what you just said about, um, there's no food that satisfies all of that. I think one of the beautiful things about this work is being able to just be with our feelings, whatever they are. I have done so many doodles of myself, sad doodles of myself, lonely. And I've been just like, oh yeah, this is sad. And this is grief. I did a great class in um, Heartwork Journaling University about grief about a month and a half ago that was just, we're opening to grief, to the grief of what's happening in the world or happening for each one of us personally. And, you know, witnessing that and not making negative feeling, bad feeling emotions be wrong. They're also part of our human experience. And part of that grief lesson was understanding where the grief could be. A lot of times people think grief is only around death. Right? Yeah. It can be death of a relationship or it could be death of an identity. Identity. I mean, and for someone who has a relationship, I run into this with my clients a lot. They have such a relationship with food. That yes. food is their friend, food is their companion, food is their soother. Like, and then when you try to break that relationship up, there is nothing short of grief. Yeah. And your doodles around grief could be so transforming. I know they were yeah. for me, but that's just understanding that grief is not just death. And I think that's what I took out of that particular lesson was that there's, there's, death of all kinds of things and grief yes. comes from many different ways. Totally. I, you know, I found it so interesting for myself that as my business grew, I had grief around the fact that I wasn't hundred percent happy with a lot more money and a lot more impact. Mm-hmm. I was like, 
oh, I'm still the same person. I still have to clean up my brain every day. I still feel sadness. I've thought, hey, when I get to this income and impact level, it's going to be unicorns, rainbows. I knew logically it wasn't, but I somehow still hoped it was. And I had to go through like a month of just grief. And I cried and I was like, success. Yeah, I'm really happy I'm here. And it's not the answer. I'm still a human. Right. It, it just so shows crazy. us it's not the things that make us happy. It's, yeah. it's, it's the internal work and processing the emotions. All righty. Well, that's a wrap for today. That is a lot of information to process. And I know that you'll find it be very, very helpful. I'm going to be talking to Maritza more. We have two more episodes. So make sure that you tune in to get those. So if you want to work through one of those journal models or those journal prompts with me personally, you can go over to coachkeitha.com and schedule a one-to-one appointment with me. It'll be your first call with me. It'll be free and we'll work through a model together. Um, I'm happy to do that with you. And let's just really kind of see where you are and what your goals look like. And then also Maritza has the Heartwork Journaling University and it's actually open right now that you could join. And if you head over to maritzapara.com, Go under the Heartwork Journaling section, and then you can download her free course. You can download a free chapter of her book, or you can go ahead and join the full university like I did. Um, I think that you'll enjoy her site. I think you'll enjoy her free classes. She's got some YouTube videos. Um, So head on over to her page and check it out. And then also schedule your free appointment with me. We'll talk to you next time. Sister, could you relate? Did you feel that woman inside of you just trying to break free? If so, then we need to be friends. Head on over to the Facebook and send me a friend request. I'll actually accept it. You'll get my daily healthy eating recipes and see all the fun I have living a larger life in my smaller body. And you may even get a laugh or two over me and my 50 plus chickens. I proudly claim the crazy chicken lady title. Plus, you might get some gardening tips on growing your own healthy meals. You'll quickly fall in love with my chocolate lab Brady and one of my many cats. You'll also see that I am a lipstick-loving, coffee-drinking mom, wife, and Jesus freak. Can't wait to see you over on Facebook. And more importantly, I really want to hear your thoughts on the show. I want to see your written reviews. Take 60 seconds and leave me a written review and then screenshot it and go on Instagram and tag me so I can give you a proper thank you for your review. If you're already thinking I might be the coach from you, you can go ahead and schedule a free appointment with me at coachkeitha.com. And how you spell Keitha is K-E-A-T-H-A, coachkeitha.com. You can find all my social links in the show notes, as well as my website link. Thanks again for listening to my show. I'll see you on the battlefield. Until next time.